y'all. It's your girl, Catherine Catnet, Kit Kat. Oh, snap, it's Cat42 on Instagram, but never Kathy. Okay. Mm. Welcome to First Generation. I'm back at it again with my guy who is going to be my co host for season two, CJ Felix. What's happening? Your favorite uncle, cousin CJ, in my ear. Really excited to have you here today. Appreciate it. We've, we've been through it these past, you mm. know few days trying to get this out for the people but yeah we're here now we are here first don't succeed try try again that's the truth today today today. (laughs) that's it today's conversation uh is about identity Mm. and what stemmed this conversation is a number of things our generation right now is so focused on making sure you're able to establish who you are especially in the generation of Making sure people know your pronouns, she, her, hers, he, him, his, they, them, theirs. You know, we're in this space where our identity is so important to us and how we express that to other people is important. And in turn, having them respect who we are. Definitely. What do you think is your idea or definition of what identity means to you? Um, I think identity is like a super big beast um and topic to um to try to articulate mm-hmm. right um it could be something for everybody as simple as like hey like i go as far as like not me personally but an example would be as i go as far as just human being is identity right like mm-hmm. identify as a human being what everybody wants to put onto me is what they put onto me mm-hmm. right um you could go step back and say hey like i understand i'm a spiritual being in a human experience um and everything that is put on to me is put on to me by other perspectives of me right Mm. and that's understandable uh but regardless of what you claim as your identity Mm -hmm. there are some relating factors and some similar identifying factors that create a similar experience Mm. um because of these like that's where we find our identity because we have similar experiences because of these like character traits right that makes sense. um i'm more so focused on the or i think it's important for me to to speak about the the nuance of intersectionality intersectional identities right right um like this podcast is named first generation so it's first generation american the the intersectionality of Haitian and Americanism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the nuances of living in that gray area in both spaces, right? right. I'm not, uh, I'm not Black American. Excuse me, I'm not a foundational African American, and I'm not born in Haiti to have those experiences as um, a native Haitian person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have the culture of traditional Haitian values in the setting of um, United States of America. Uh, so that in itself is a gray area that exists exclusively for Haitian Americans, mm-hmm. not to say that it's not relating to other identities. Right. Um, so it is important to, for me to see my differences um, and understand where my similarities come, to, to use my differences to bring to the table 
that I'm already a part of regardless, right? That makes sense. So the diaspora conversation, like I'm already a part of mm-hmm. being black and now I can use my differences to um, contribute to the conversation. So it, identity to me is more so like, all right, what are you, what about you are you going to bring, right? Like right. what value do you bring? With um, your identity. Yeah. I think that's an interesting perspective because one day I played a game or an icebreaker rather while I was at school and they gave us three pieces of paper and said write down three parts of your identity that are most important to you right Mm. and what was interesting about that was one I didn't participate because (laughs) I really was like I'm over this like why are we I I didn't understand it and because there wasn't enough information given to me I was skeptical so I was like I'm gonna take three steps back from this Mm. I'm gonna leave every piece of my paper blank until I understand where you're going with this Mm. but looking at other people some people were like I am black like that's my race and some people said I am a woman Mm. some people said I am Christian or I am Muslim Mm. and that was their identity and when asked like why did you pick these things as what's most like the first things that came to your head for your identity or what's most important to you it was like this is what people see when they see me Mm. i identify as black i identify as a woman i identify as muslim right not me personally but asking somebody this question and they're like when people see me they see my hijab they see that i'm black and they see that i'm a woman automatically I'm put down on a pedestal Mm. because this is people's perception of Mm. me, right? And so it's very interesting when you go into other people's perception of yourself versus what you identify as, right? Mm. Like I could look like a black woman and say, I am a Caucasian woman, right? (laughs) And it's like, you're not. And it's like, but if I identify as that, then uh, Mm. what are you going to tell me? You can't identify me. I identify myself. Definitely. And it, it it's kind of like a crazy back and forth because your identity is really who you are. Yeah. Like your identity is essentially your brand, right? Hmm. Like what you identify as is your brand to how you move in this crazy world in many ways. And so for me, I guess my next question is, what do you think is the greatest misconception that people have on some identities right and that can go into anything like what Mm. are people's misconceptions when it comes to going back to the he her he his his him the the her 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 yeah the pronouns like going back to things like that like people have a misconception of understanding why are people so adamant about communicating that right um yeah and i'll take it a step back before uh getting super specific mm-hmm. i think there are certain parts of your identity like your social location which is your gender mm. where you're from mm. um your race your culture so there's like facts mm. like there's certain things that are factual right. right um as much as i could want to say hey man i wouldn't want to but like hypothetically as much as i would want to say hey man in this, uh, I'm trying to get a job, so in this space, I'm going to identify as a white man, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as much as I want to say that, right. um, the fact is I'm not, 
right? And, like, there's certain things about your identity that's, like, factual. Right. Um, so that's, like, your social location. Um, mm-hmm. Social location, there's a couple other factors in it, but I'm not recalling right now. Um, and then there's, like, there's certain parts of your identity that is solely up to the individual to define for themselves mm. and to communicate in regards of expressing like to communicate it in regards of living it right Mm -hmm. by living in this identity i'm communicating even if i don't say it verbally or like i wear it on my chest or the case may be Mm -hmm. um and i think misconception is like i can completely redefine who i am type of situation yeah um but like you have to to change reality you have to find your place in it where you lie currently Mm. Um, so when you were born you need to understand what reality you had to face at that time and then move forward from that Um, so I think that's a um, that's important for me that's important to bring in the conversation to understand that there's like yeah man like I can't wake up one day and just like yo I got the Michael Jackson bro like I'm white like you know what I'm saying or like or I could be Asian or the case may be right I say that to say that I, there was a point in time where I had to choose, like, I felt like I had to choose, like, yo, am I American or am I Haitian, right? Like, mm. and which one am I? Right. Like, because, like, yeah, I'm born in the United States, but I don't feel like I relate into the uh, mainstream culture. Right. Like, my, when I go in spaces with my family or in church or people similar, like, we operate extremely different than my my media environment so right. there was that where it's like i don't relate and understanding that uh i don't speak fluent creole right i don't know all of the foods mm-hmm. um i don't know about the native the the indigenous uh spiritual practices mm-hmm. um i don't know so yeah i don't know the political climate to the t of what's been going on right, right. i don't know the entire history right mm-hmm. i know the high low points 1804 yeah every haitian's gonna say that but it's like all right, bro, like, what was Desalines doing? Like, what was, too, like, who are the main factors, right? Like, why did he, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. really get down to the nitty-gritty uh, nitty of it. Um, and then it came to a point where it's like, all right, like, I'm not choosing to be one or the other. I have to understand I'm all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my personal experience. Uh, and the misconception is, like, you get to choose your um, your identity, I think, you get to shape how you express your identity um, in regards to your social location, right? right? And then there are things where, yeah, it's like completely up to you um, in different conversations where it's like, yo, like, so from the outside looking in as a cisgendered, heterosexual black man, it's one of those things that's like, all right, like, to me, the conversation about sexuality was always like, yo, like, that's not something that was chosen for me, mm-hmm. right? Like, cool, like, I understand that societal influences that make it a norm for me to be this way, cool, I get that. But at the end of the day, I have the agency to explore and see what I like and, like, mm-hmm. understand, right? Um, so, yeah, there's the the balance of, like, what's chosen, what's reality, and what I get to choose, what... I have agency to choose. Yeah. Um, so that's like super, super general. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like people 
because you talked about communicating it towards people, like non-verbally or verbally. Mm. Do you feel like it is important that people do communicate what their identity is? Uh, genuinely to each their own. Mm. Um, I think, um, yeah, like, like, I think it's, 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 uh, I think in certain spaces it would, I think in certain spaces, if you don't communicate it, you're saying something, right? Like, even if you don't say something, you're saying something, right? Right. Um, yeah. Um, the whole, like, uh, in examples, like the whole, uh, Haiti's a shithole country, whoop, whoop, whoop. It's like, all right, cool. Like, there was spaces I was in, like, made it very apparent that, like, yes, I'm, like, really Haitian, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, because, yeah, right? Yeah, just holding them. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because I just, like, my whole thing is, like, where, excuse me, words only say so much, um, but action, consistent action is really where you see somebody, right? Right. Like, so... I could say like I'm, I'm Haitian all the time, but like, there's a difference between Haitian by how you live, and there's a, uh, there's Haitian by like I was born, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was just born to Haitian parents. I could say that like I'm American, but I was born to Haitian parents type of situation if I was mm-hmm. ingrained in the culture. But there's that. You, yeah. What about you? Do you think? I think in some ways communicating it is important, more so in in like certain identities, right? There are identities. Like, being black, well, I, I take that back. For some people, being black isn't something you can't not say, right? Mm. You, people can apparently see, like, you are black. But there are other people where they may be lighter skinned, where they have to, like, or maybe feel more compelled to say, like, I am black, mm. Right. Because when they're in certain spaces, they're looked at differently, right? When they do certain things with their hair that, like, other people that look more black, quote-unquote, see them and they're like, what are you doing? And it's like, wait, no, this is my culture, too, Mm. type thing. Which is why, like, sometimes I think it is more important. And even in spaces like um, the pronouns where people identify who they are so people know how to address you. And your reaction isn't to be offended when somebody mispronounces you because Mm. they didn't know, Mm. right? So for me, sometimes communicating it or even over-communicating it can be important to help people understand you more. Understood. You know? And I guess maybe that's more for people that have reactions. Like, people that are like, that's not who I am! And it's like, okay, you never told me who you were. You gotta do your diligence if you expect people to have that respect for you. You know what I mean? And then even for myself, I think identifying who I am in regards to, like, my cultural, ethnic background. Sometimes I do think it is important in the spaces, in certain spaces. I have a very, like different last name where when people read it they're like you're not from here yeah almost every time most people think i'm asian and i constantly Uh, have to correct uh, them constantly have to be like no no that's that's african Hmm. like ah but it looks what is it supposed to look like (laughs) you tell me because you've been to africa plenty of times what is it supposed to look like 
Should it have three I's in the middle or mm. a couple of more O's? What's up? Like, <laughs> that's usually, like, my, my rule where, like, sometimes for myself, I've, I've known that once people know my name, I have to identify who I am, mm. where I'm from. Because they think I'm from Japanese and my dad is yeah. and my mom is, like, <laughs> super... And it's like, what? How did you guys make this up in three seconds? Just knowing my name. Like, you made up my identity before asking me, Mm -hmm. who are you? And I could see where, like, that becomes very frustrating. Because if that didn't happen to me, I don't know if I'd ever, like, fully address who I was. Mm -hmm. Like, if I wasn't in the position where, like, I have to forcibly tell people where I'm from, I don't know if I would have done it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's probably, like, my main thing where, like, there are some things that are so overt and you can see it. And there are other things where, like, people are really in their head. Yeah. Like, I had an administrator at my school that was like, yeah, for, like, the last two years, I thought, like, you know, your dad was, like, Japanese and, you know, your mom was black. That's why you were so for the people. Yikes. For the people. I was for the people because Yikes. I have this multicultural background. Thank you so much. No, sir, I am just black. Like, hmm, hmm. But it also goes into, like, it's not, like, a one thing. Like, it's not one generation that does this. There are older generations that yeah. still have this mentality. And our generation, in a lot of ways, are checking them for that mentality of, like, don't assume who I am. You know, I'm going to tell you who I am or ask me. Yeah. And it's interesting because the way the older generation operated with identity, with all that stuff, this stuff wasn't really talked about like that. No doubt. I think there's the... There's, like, your cultural background identity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's your race. Uh, there's your gender. There's sexuality. Um, there's your economic class. Um, right. There's your... Right? There's, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like... So, I said, like, it's not really, like, to each their own... Um, cause like, it sounds extremely cliche, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at the end of the day, there are, there are these differentiating or these aligning and aligning factors of identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's all cool and dandy. Um, but like, it's really about like how you live, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we. I was gonna say who you are, but like, like your cult, your identity is definitely who you are as well. But it's like how you live, right? Right. Um, so there's that. Um, there's also not all skin folk is your kin folk type of situation, where even though a lot of your your identities may align, it's like oh cool word. Like so, you're black. You must be for this situation, mm-hmm. right? Like um, black people are not monolithic one bit right um right. you can't have a people that live across the globe and like all think the same right, right. like it's foolish uh, <laughs> uh, so to to understand that it's like all right cool like yeah we have these factors that are similar and, and we could share experiences because of these factors yeah um but again it's like how you live mm. like um and like how you live is more important to me as an identity than all of these right like yeah because it's like it's literally like all that is surface levels like because i think we have a tendency 
or it's human nature to have a tendency of like tribalism is like the t- tendency, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, you're black, cool, this tribe. Are uh, you are uh, you you black from Compton or you black from New York? Are you black from Boston? Like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, you're this type. Like, all right, and then like box box like categorize, 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 categorize until. Okay, now I think I I know all of you, right? Yeah. Instead of just like cool, these are factors that create how you live as a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's important to like, yeah, like your identity is more so to me. Identity to answer your question two questions ago, <laughs> um, identity to me is a lot more important of like how you carry yourself, how you live, what are your ideals, what are your ethics, what are your morals. Like those are real to me, identifying factors than whatever the case may be. Um, Because I could have people in the same neighborhood as me who have very similar situations where Haitian-American or Haitian immigrants um, go to similar schools as me, like Mm -hmm. being, but be very, very different people. Um, And it's just like, all right, like, cool. How you live, I don't agree with that. Not that I don't agree with you, but how you live, I don't agree with that. Like. Man, I'm gonna check you from there. You know what I'm saying? Like we can keep it. And just have it be gorgeous. what it is. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think it's interesting how identity is looked at or prioritized based on where you live, right? Yeah. And to go further into that, I say that because when I was in Brazil, I noticed the biggest difference in identity from there and here in America was that here in America. The priority is like race and identity, right? Mm. Everybody's so black, white, Mexican, da, 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 da. and it's like okay, like I understand that, like okay, race is a big thing. But when I was in Brazil, everything was about class. Mm. It was how much money do you make? It was where where does your family live? How big is your house? Mm. What do you have in your house? And I was very like, why do y'all care so much about how much people make? Like yeah. anybody could change their financial situation. Yeah. People can't change their legitimate race. race yeah. Like they but they don't talk about race there either. Mm. They're like racism is, you know, a thing that was made up in America. <laughs> America created racism. What? I remember sitting in class with a professor telling me, the Americans created racism. We don't have that here. Why did that lady clutch her purse when I walked by (laughs) then? Huh? You don't want to see racism as a problem here. Like, you're blind to racism. We're like, here, we don't talk as much about, you know, people's financial situations because... We have loans for you to be in debt for years for you, don't we? Yeah. We got all these loans for you. You're you're not broke. We got a loan for you. Yeah. Oh, have you stay where you are for a very, With the very 10% long time. percent interest. Every time. <laughs> Every time, right? So it's just crazy to see how that operates and to further go into what you were saying about not all skin folk is your kin folk. It's interesting to see that in spaces where sometimes you feel like they should be right like attending an institution where you're at a predominantly white institution and there's like that one or two black professionals in those spaces automatically you're gonna gravitate towards Towards them and say hey give me the rundown of this place and then find out they're like this is the best place you can go to and you're like huh they got them they got (laughs) them definitely feel like i made the wrong decision yeah. what's going on here but they're for 
the people that are in those spaces, those professionals, they're like, I don't understand how you guys could feel like this place is bad. It's great education. You're in the space where you can get all these things for free. You can... And it's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. And you know it. Yeah. Because you're the only black teacher here. Yeah. How do you not feel uncomfortable? Yeah. I don't pay attention to this whole dynamic of race. Ooh, ooh, cool. yeah. All right, ooh. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Gotta you got to get out of whatever the fuck. That's yeah. Just, yeah. But it really comes to show that sometimes not all skin folk are kin folk, and sometimes our kin folk doesn't even understand the that situations that they're in. Yeah, the, the way you, you know what I mean. Ooh, yeah. Regards of not of all skin folk not being kin folk, it's one of those things that I appreciate. Um, yeah, it's weird. So I see individuals sometimes, right? Like when trying to understand the world, I see individuals holding ideas right mm -hmm. like they are like physical representations of ideas right mm -hmm. um and it's one of those things it's like all right if they are we, there's no point in anybody's life where they all where they hold like one value mm -hmm. like you i, I believe to really uh, to really stand on something you always have to challenge it mm -hmm. right so even if i don't agree with these people i appreciate the interaction to be able to affirm and challenge my own beliefs. And it's like, yo, do I really stand on this? Not like, in, like, not blatantly asking myself that, but interacting with that. It's like, okay, I do feel uncomfortable because you don't understand this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and like, okay, so I affirmed my belief that like, cool, I am really for my people in regards of being able to be in these spaces and represent myself as thoroughly as possible and in turn um being a thorough representation of a member of a community right mm -hmm. and like to negate that there is a difference in community is like you know what i'm saying like yeah. that's not for me but it's it's a nice affirmation of like this is why i do this right, right. um yeah so i say all that to say that it's like i appreciate those of you guys who don't agree with me so I can affirm and challenge myself, right? I'm right. um, affirm and challenge these beliefs and understand that, like, yo, like, like, regardless if we agree or not, like, I understand, I, I understand you're still part of the community, right? right. Like, That's understand, important. yeah, like. That's important. Not to say that, we're like, we gonna break bread together, not to say that we gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we gonna be in the same spaces together all the time, not to say we're going to be like kiki kaka, like, mm. but to understand like, yo, like just because we share different beliefs doesn't mean we're not part of the same community. Right. Um, as so every black experience is a valid black experience unless it's anti-black. Right. Right. And even anti-blackness is part of the black experience because of what we went through. Right. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Not to say that, like, we should hold on to that, but, like, right. you know, like, let's acknowledge that it's there, my guy. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's interesting because, like, even to go further into that, it really goes into everybody deserves a seat at the table, but not everybody deserves to eat at my table. Mm. You understand? Yeah. We're like, I, if I see something happening to somebody else, that is like me, that looks like me, that I don't always agree with. I will do my very best to even protect them in that situation and be like, I am out. Yeah. I did my due diligence. 
I helped you because I didn't want to see anything happen to you. But I'm not sticking here for this conversation that's probably not going to end very great for the two of us. I'm just here for you. You're you're a lot better than I. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know if I could... Yeah. Because my whole thing is like... If I don't know... Like, there's an issue like... I don't know what you hold, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to vouch for you. Not necessarily vouch for you, but I'm going to... I'm I'm going to be for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I know that you're not really for me, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go out my way and like you know what I'm saying like. In that regard, it's, it's just one of those yeah, bro. Like I'm good, man. Like, it's I'm like good. Candace Owens though, right? Like Candace Owens has like very different political views, mm-hmm. beliefs, and morals when it comes to the black experience, yeah. <laughs> right? But God forbid I'm in a situation where I see somebody like very aggressively attacking her. No doubt. Or harassing her in a space for what she believes in. I would be right there willing to check that person and also be like, do I entirely disagree with what they're saying? No. But I'm not going to have you be harassed or attacked by somebody. Because that's not the way a conversation should go about what you believe in. You know what I mean? It's like little things like that that have me like, okay... I'm still going to be there for you even if I'm not there, like, there for you. Yeah, yeah. Or what you believe in, I guess. Yeah, I definitely, in regards to, like, discourse, like, healthy discourse, like, I think there's a way you should have that, right? Right. Like, there shouldn't be, um, uh, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, um, said that if you are having public discourse, you should never cross the bounds of personal Right. You know what I'm saying? Per, uh, like personal... Like, like personal attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you should attack people's ideas, uh, their programs, mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. that's what the, the conversation is about. Mm-hmm. Um, but like talking about like people's hair and some more... Or like their family. Like, all right, bro. Like, that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's petty at this point. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's important to highlight. I think that's like super important to highlight. Yeah. But like even Candace Owens, like she like... There's a lot that, there's a lot about what she says that stem from facts and like people shouldn't like take a step, like people shouldn't throw away the baby with the bathwater, right? right? How you synthesize and interpret those facts is like completely up to you, right? Mm-hmm. But there's certain things that's like, okay, cool, we need to, like her in the revolt, um, Summit, yeah. yeah, the revolt summit. Like she said, a lot of things that made sense, right? Mm-hmm. I was particularly um, how we as people of black people are right now reaching our peak voting power right mm-hmm. now. You know, um, as there are a lot more immigrants, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot more um, minorities being let being considered a lot more people being considered minorities right Mm -hmm. so like minorities right now are like white gay men minorities are like also white women minorities Mm -hmm. are also you know what i'm saying like so on and so forth whereas uh before i came into that understanding minorities were just people of color right Right. like i'm I'm thinking minority and black people are synonymous but it's Mm -hmm. not um say all that to say that it's true Right, like the more people that enter the states, the less political voting power that black people, like specifically black people, have. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, 
the fact that like, oh, like we shouldn't let immigrants in or whatever the case may be to solve these problems. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're wilding. You're right. wilding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily agree with that. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out how we can galvanize both groups of people, right? Yeah. Like, there's different ways of saying, uh, of doing that rather than, you know? But the fact remains that like, this is peak political power. I say all right. that to say that like, you can agree with something on somebody, not agree with another part. Uh, right. Of what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, to bring it back, I can agree with some parts of when I say identity, it's like how you carry yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I can agree with some parts of your identity and we can link up in certain parts. And it's like, okay, cool. Culturally, we're, we're the same. This, this, and this. Um, you carry yourself this, this, and this way. And I agree with that. Cool. We can, uh, in those regards, we're in line. We can link up in there. But there's other things that I don't agree with. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to agree with you, right? right. Like, we can use this steel sharpened shield to to challenge each other to to be more affirmed in what we are or to open new perspectives. But I don't need to. Um, so I understand what you mean by agreeing with some parts of people's personality, but it also goes into like when you don't know people, right? Mm. And you when you assume that oh you're black, you're in a situation where you need help. I'm gonna help you. For example, yesterday we were driving and there was. A black woman that was driving and falling asleep at the road. Mm-hmm. There was a black man that was driving and beeping his horn to wake her up. Mm. And then proceeded to put his hazard lights on, get out the car, wave her down to try to wake her up, and then tell people like, hey, she's falling asleep on the road, mm. wake her up. He didn't know her identity outside of the yeah. fact that you are a black woman that clearly is falling asleep on the road. You could end up in a really bad predicament and I'm going to help you. Yeah. He didn't know if she was a Republican. He didn't know if she was a lesbian. He didn't know if he didn't know anything outside of her background besides the fact that this is a black woman. Mm-hmm. And maybe he would have done it for any other woman. But <laughs> the fact that she was like specifically a black woman and it was specifically a black man trying to help her yeah. and like Going trying above to and beyond, above yeah. and beyond to galvanize people to help this yeah. woman was like my hmm. Okay, I see you. Mm. Like I see you. Like, you are looking out for one of your own to the largest degree. Like, in ways where it's like, oh, shit, like, you care. Yeah. Like, you care about not seeing something bad happen to somebody else that may have some form of relationship with you. You know? It's like things like that where I'm just like, okay, I can see myself not agreeing with the way somebody operates in this world with their identity or with aspects of that identity but still being like at the end of the day this identity of yours aligns with this identity of mine and it's important to me that i try to protect you in Mm, this moment right and that also goes back to the fact that like race is a priority here in america right yeah there's so many things that already happen to black people that to be in a space where you can help protect another black person in a world that is against them mm. is important to me as a part of my identity, right? So I think that's really where the whole communicating your identity and assuming people's identity like goes hand in hand. Like I assume who you are, but I also know this part about you because I see this part about you. you. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, identity is like a whole bunch of everything. Yeah. And also just like this one thing at the same time. Yeah, and it's like, if, if, 
like the funniest thing about identity to me is that uh, it's all super long dramatic pause it's all like not real like mm. it's not like even though like i said at the beginning like oh there's some parts of it that's like fact-based and stuff that you can't change and there's also right mm -hmm. um but it's fact-based in regards of like my culture is the way it is because people have been living this way in this certain place right mm -hmm. not to say that i have to live that way but that's just like oh it is important for me to note that this is how these people have been living, right? Like, right. what lessons can I learn from this way of life? What lessons can I learn from the way of life here, right? Mm -hmm. I still have agency to choose the way of life, right? right. Like, um, so there's that where it's like, it's still, it's still choice. It's not like, oh, because I'm Haitian that I have to, or that I'm innately this, this, and this way, right? Right. Um, or um because i'm a man this is or because i was born male this this and this right, right. Um, and like yeah like it's like not real in regards of like it's really how we perceive everything and like what we put onto it right like right. because i'm a man i need to do this this and this right I say all that to say that we we have all the agency in the world to be mm. right um, right. regardless of how people treat us we have all the agency to be who we want um, right. and that's very important to for me to understand that like regardless of any situation I am how people view me how people treat me it's really up to me to have the agency to create the space around me that I would like to, to be in so with identity you can have the conversation of like nurture versus nature um, as well mm. as like yo I'm just a product of my environment. Like, yeah. I can't do this and this. Like, to me, both of those shits are like cop-outs, bro. Like, yeah. that's some, you know what I'm saying? Take accountability for who you are, bro. Stop. You know what I mean? Like, understand, again, you have to understand where you sit in reality first to change your environment, to change your reality, right? right. But once you you see, like, okay, I'm a product of my environment. That's what you are now. Mm -hmm. Cool. What are you going to do about it, right? Like, are you going to, like, just be that like that's all you're going to be like right. you're just going to be exactly how this situation has made you out to be mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what i think about it at the end of the day there is agency to change that right like, everybody has that agency to change that and i'm in a situation where i have the privilege of being able to see further than my immediate environment right, right. like in regards of literal like physical environment and like mental space and like time like, yeah i can see further than the next five years for myself type of situation mm -hmm. right or tomorrow like a lot of people don't have the physical agency to see past like next week because of um like yeah because like oh i don't know what i'm gonna eat i don't know if i'm gonna be safe or yeah, i don't know you know what i'm saying true. uh so yeah i definitely sit and i acknowledge that privilege but at the end of the day that doesn't mean that other people aren't able to do that right i just use this as a time uh, as a space for a call to action to take that agency right right take that agency to be who you are in your identity whatever that may be right, right? like don't just say you're this identity like be that like right. you have to live that every day right um and to take the agency to change your environment to the way change yeah change your environment to the way that suits you best right um, yeah like yeah just 
bro, accountability. I think it's important to do that, but also take the time to understand yourself, right? I think sometimes it is really, really hard, and people will always say, the best way you're going to find yourself is going to college, where, like, that could be, like, the furthest thing from the truth, right? Because you're surrounded by so many different identities of people that don't fully understand themselves or the situations that they're in, that they're trying to project (laughs) things that they think is their identity they're like i'm black but i'm not like that type of black i'm this type of black and i'm going to project this in this space when it's like what do you think black is supposed to be yeah and why is it that you feel so pressed to do these certain things in those spaces so also understand in understanding your identity understand that there's no time limit on understanding your identity nobody's rushing you to get there to understand like what is blackness to you what does it mean to be a woman to you what does it mean for your sexuality to be whatever it is to you before having to communicate that to other people before having to be in spaces where you feel pressed obligated or even not obligated to just understand for yourself what does this mean to me? To me, yeah. Right. And I feel as though for so long, people be like, four years of college is this time I'm going to understand myself. And then leave college and feel like they're not a person because they didn't figure out in four years. Mm. Right? And it's like, how often are you actually thinking about your identity in those oh, spaces? Like, you're doing You got midterms, bro. You got midterms. You got finals. Like, the one thing you're not focusing on is, hmm, I wonder what type of black I am. Hmm, I wonder what it means for me to be a woman today. Hmm. You know, I wonder what spaces my identity is going to be attacked today, right? You don't do things like that all the time at college. You don't do those things all the time. Whether you're inside or outside of college, you just don't always have that experience. But it's up to you to understand what is it that I'm trying to understand about myself, Hmm. right? I don't need to have a time limit on understanding myself because I have a lifetime to do this, right? I have a lifetime to get this part of myself right. How am I going to do it? And I think that's that's really like the gist of identity, being accountable of what you understand, mm. right? You understand this part of your identity. You understand this element of your identity. What are you going to do with it now? How are you going to express this to people? How are you going to be what you want to be mm. in these spaces with that understanding? Wow. Bars. Wow. There we have it, folks. <laughs> wow. Uh, and again, I appreciate you... Uh, synthesizing it in such an elegant way um, as it's understanding and then there's action, right? Yeah. Like, to me, it, like, niggas can talk all the time, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like, what are you doing? Right. Um, so it's the understanding and turning that understanding into an actual, um, definite, de- actual defining of yourself in your environment. Right. Yeah. Wow, that was a great way to wrap up the season. Indeed, man. That was a great way to wrap it up. It flew by. Season. Here we are. I know. Um, we, season one. Check. Down. Big Ooh, shout out to everybody that's been such a big supporter of First Generation. I promise season two, we're coming back stronger. No doubt. Coming back better. No doubt. We're coming back prepared. We're coming back ready for you guys to just hear the different topics we have aligned for you going to be more first generation focused and we're definitely going to have a bunch of different people coming in yeah. on the show which is going to be a lot of fun I, think, I know y'all are tired of hearing my voice you know what I'm saying? but I'm not going anywhere so. evidently 
you stuck for the long time, okay? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening in. And like we say every week, each one, reach one, teach one. Let's keep this going on. This episode is sponsored by Mountain Movers U.S., moving you to a new beginning.